Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash I don't work here lady video. While you may not work here, could you help out and hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our first story of the day is by Hammer Unto Dawn. He doesn't work here anymore. I've got an unorthodox I don't work here lady story. I work in a retail pharmacy. Anyways, I had this pharmacy manager, a fancy title for head pharmacist, who we'll call Chip. Chip had the expectation that we give exemplary customer service while still adhering to both the law and governing bodies, i.e. the State Board of Pharmacy. This expectation had a double-edged sword. While this brought in a lot of business, it also bred forms of entitlement. His philosophy for the more difficult patients was the a fool and his money are soon parted adage. Chip moves across the country. Thing is, Chip didn't exactly announce to the world that he was leaving. As such, not many people were aware of his intentions. The difficult patients were the last to know. When they felt that they weren't getting their way, they would demand to speak with Chip, thinking that they could push him around a bit to get what they want. I'm sorry, Chip doesn't work here anymore. The catharsis felt with that Exodia card in a reply was amazing. As such, the patients either threatened to go elsewhere, or drop the subject altogether. If you were finally free of somebody that was forcing you to act a certain way and do a certain thing that you really didn't have to do, now those rude people start showing up again, you're unchained, they say they're gonna go elsewhere, would you be more than happy to just say like, I'm sorry to hear that, I hope the new place works out for you, and hang up on them? Let me know in the comments down below. Our next story is by Raj Fiji Feel. I don't work your chicken lady. Vegan reveal during medical emergency story. I'm at the supermarket browsing the wares near the end of an aisle. Round the corner, I see a guy who looks like a crusty punk type of fellow. He's shopping just the same as me, until BAM! He goes straight down on the floor. I go over to him, he's sprawled on the floor, no movement, he looks unconscious. It seems to me he's having an epileptic fit or a seizure. I pull out my phone and dial 999 for the ambulance to come. Seconds later, the shop staff run over. They know first aid. I offer them my phone so they can speak to the ambulance people since they know better about looking out for the guy. The shop worker's checking his breathing, pulse, etc. and relaying that over the phone. So I'm hanging around, very concerned about the guy on the ground, and also now just waiting patiently for my mobile to be returned. Suddenly, I get a tug on my elbow. It's a woman asking me about chicken. I'm like, what? Are there still chicken breasts there, she asks. I'm kind of overwhelmed by the situation, so I'm like, sorry, I can't check the shelves. There's someone on the floor who's had a fit. The woman is undeterred. She's like, yeah, but I really want some chicken. I'm like, sorry, I don't know if there's any chicken. She says, can you just go look for me? I say, sorry, no, I don't know where the chicken is, and I don't think anyone should be shopping in this area because there's a guy who's had a fit and is lying on the floor. She's like, yeah, but why can't you just look for me? Don't you know where the chicken is? I don't know why, but this is the point I lose my temper. I say really loudly, no, I don't know where the chicken is because I'm vegan. And at that moment, everything stops. 
The guy who's talking to the emergency dispatcher's gone silent. He's staring at me. His colleagues who are kneeling on the floor around the guy are looking at me in disgust. Even Chicken Woman is silent. It occurs to me that my announcement might have been the last thing that the poor man having the seizure ever hears. Very quietly, I ask, could I please have my phone back? He gives it to me, and I shuffle out of the shop in shame. I don't know what happened to the man, and I don't know if the woman ever got her chicken, freak my life. I'm actually kind of confused as to why they would look at OP in disgust, like as if OP was the one trying to initiate this conversation. They're nearby somebody having a fit, this lady comes up asking about chicken, and OP basically says, leave me alone, I don't know where the chicken is, lady. I guess it was OP getting loud and yelling, which caused everybody else to be in disgust, but despite the situation at hand, I feel like it's kind of understandable. This next story is by Taloncard815, guy wants us to honor the manufacturer warranty on an item we never sold. Little background, back when Paracord bracelets were big, we sold them. We sourced them from a company that specifically made Wounded Warrior bracelets and donated a portion of each sale to Wounded Warriors. This place was called Survival Straps. Now, we still have a few in stock because, unfortunately, just before the trend died, we restocked. But they still trickle out now and then. We get a phone call one day from a guy who bought a custom bracelet about 10 years ago that's now falling apart. He asks if we can retie the bracelet with new paracord, seeing the warranty is lifetime. I explain to him it's the manufacturer's warranty, not ours, and we don't make the bracelets. He informs us the manufacturer is out of business. Okay, not our problem. Sorry, but if they're out of business, then you're out of luck. So he asks again if we can remake the bracelet. For free, of course. I again explain we are not the manufacturer. Round and round we go until I finally say, we have no clue how to make the bracelets. If we did, we would have made them ourselves and not purchased them from someone else. He then asked if we could find someone who could. I told him I have wasted enough time on this. He could find someone on his own to do it. I ended up having to hang up on him. He called right back, so I let the machine take it. Sorry, no real drama, just an entitled person. I really don't understand the guy's logic. I mean, I kind of get it in the sense that they must really, really like the bracelet and want it repaired, but you can't just call up a random store and hope they fix it for you with a warranty that they never gave you. Put a little bit more effort in and try and find a place that can restore it for you. Our next story is by Cybercat21. I don't work here anymore. I'm not risking students' health and safety. Years ago, I coached gymnastics. I was coaching competitive gymnastics at a local gymnastics school that had pretty decent students. I was working with some of the younger students on back handsprings and one of the girls separated her legs mid-air and kneed me in the nose, nearly knocking me out. I excluded myself for a few minutes to get my bearings as I was literally seeing stars and thought my nose was broken. Had another coach watch my students while I went to the restroom. My boss came in and berated me for leaving my students. I explained what happened and that I had another coach watch them while I went to make sure I was okay. She told me this was inexcusable and to get back out there. I went back out and continued but was worried about the safety of the students as I was still dizzy. Boss came over and I was working on conditioning instead since I didn't feel great. Had the girls doing push-ups, crunches, etc. Boss said they need to be working on tumbling and I had to be spotting them. I said I don't feel safe spotting as I'm dizzy and I'm worried about their safety if I miss. She said she didn't care and let them fall, that they'll learn not to fall that way. The next day, I came in and was scheduled to work with the upper level competitors. 
I noticed one of the students had a huge hinged knee brace on and asked her what happened. She said she had gotten out of surgery last week for a torn ACL. I said she should probably be home resting and not training. My boss came over and said if she wants to make elites, she has to train. Mind you, this is a girl that was 14 years old. The girl told me her doctor advised not to train and she could face permanent damage. Boss talked to mom and said she's fine to train and needs to come in. So mom brought her against the doctor's wishes. My boss berated me in front of the students, coaches, and parents and said I don't care if she has a broken back, she needs to train. I asked if she was going to train on things that wouldn't put a lot of pressure on her knee and was told no, continue training as if she's fine. I couldn't put a child at risk and quit on the spot. Boss screamed at me the whole way out to my car. Three months after I left, I received a phone call asking if I could drive four hours away for a two-day gymnastics meet as they needed a coach with the team. I said I don't work there anymore and have it in a few months and unless they changed their tune and put the student's health and safety first, I wouldn't ever consider coming back. Boss on the phone says I know that and don't care but we need a coach. She offered to pay me a whopping $8 an hour, not including gas or mileage or hotel. I laughed and said no way and hung up. OP clearly did the right thing by walking out and not maintaining that these kids with a freshly repaired ACL should go around and do flips and stand on top of other people's hands and jump and bend and it's just ridiculous. I don't know if that's just like gymnastics culture, but that's frightening to hear about and I feel like there should have been somebody that you could report that kind of behavior to because these kids don't need to face permanent damage training so overly hard for something when they're 14 years old. I feel like it's one thing if you're already established and you're a big star like a basketball star that makes millions of dollars. The goal would be to come back as soon as possible, sure. But a 14 year old girl fresh off of an ACL surgery? No way. Our next story is by Bumwungle, phoned to come in on a shift for a job I quit well over 10 years ago. I used to work in a large fast food establishment in the UK. I left this role after uni in the 2000s. I hated this job and the management were all jerks. This establishment is renowned for hiring young staff and with a large staff turnover. Today is New Year's Eve, a night many young people would prefer not to be working. This is likely exacerbated by the fact that it's in the middle of a pandemic. Anyway, around 8am, I received a call from an unknown number. Not withheld, just not known to me. I answer and I met with, Hi so-and-so, it's so-and-so from company. We want to know if you can come in and do a few hours today. Polite and amiable enough. Stunned silence from me. Finally, I managed to ask what he was on about. Genuinely mind blown that this was happening. And he repeated that they were short and could I pitch in even though I wasn't on the rota. I explained I don't work there and haven't for years and that my career's moved on and I live 250 miles away. And I was then met with stunned silence. Eventually he managed a, really? Then a, sorry to bother you and hung up. No explanation why they still have me on the system. I'll probably email them next week. And that was that. I think what surprises me is OP said that they hire a lot of young staff. And by extension, they have large staff turnover. So if they're churning people left and right, I'm surprised that they would somehow end up calling OP, who quit over 10 years ago at this place. 
Like surely they must have went through dozens and dozens of people before they ever could get down to OP's name. It's a little disconcerting too knowing that they have your name in their systems from over a decade ago. It's like they're really not organized and they don't let anything go, do they? And our final story of the day is by the Grey Mage 1. No ma'am, I don't work for the TSA. It's too early, stop talking. For context, I was flying back home after visiting my family for Christmas. In order to get back during the day, before the sun went down, I had to leave Portland super early in the morning. This led to my dad dropping me off at the airport around 3am. Everything went fine until I got through security. I ended up getting a pat down for some reason. I don't know what the sensor picked up, but I didn't have anything. But afterwards, I went over to wait for my stuff. Now, again, It's like 4am by this point and I'm dressed for a full day of travel. Sweatpants, oversized red sweatshirt, socks, since my shoes were still in the machine, and a strong resting witch face. I'm not really a people person either, especially in the morning, so I was hoping that I wouldn't have to interact with anyone other than the TSA agents or airline employees. Unfortunately, I was wrong. After a couple of minutes, my items, shoes, backpack, assorted electronics, start coming down the conveyor belt. I move slower than most people, so I tried to pull my things down as far as I could to give myself some more time. As I did, however, I noticed a woman standing next to me. I turned my back to things, deciding to just throw everything in my backpack, grab my shoes, and fix everything while sitting on a bench nearby. Before I could, though, the woman cleared her throat. She said, do you work here? Me with visible confusion said, uh, no. She said, oh, I could have sworn you did. I need to talk to someone. I wish I could have said something more clever, but it was way too early for me to have a coherent conversation, much less come up with a really sarcastic response. By this point, I was done grabbing my things and was getting ready to leave. All of a sudden though, a TSA agent walked by carrying the woman's suitcase. She immediately spun on him. She said, you work here, why can't I have my suitcase? TSA said, well ma'am, we need to get rid of the oversized items. She said, but I need all of those, you can't just throw them out. By this point, I was walking away, so I don't know what happened after that. I'm just still surprised that she could look at someone who very clearly doesn't work for the TSA and assume that they did. Though, I don't know why I'm surprised at people's stupidity, given I worked retail for four and a half years. My going theory on this lady is probably they're one of those people that when they get frustrated or upset, all of a sudden their brain just stops functioning well. And they're just looking for somebody nearby that can help them and figure things out for them. Maybe critical thinking isn't their strong suit. Maybe they were looking for a hand to kind of give them some advice on why they can't have their suitcase or whatever their weird situation was. I think one thing's for certain though, does anybody actually like the TSA? Has anybody ever walked up to the TSA line and was like, Oh yes, this is my favorite part! I I don't think so. For the angry lady's sake, I hope whatever worked out for them. I hope they didn't throw out something. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.